In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass. The Mass today is especially offered uh, for the repose of the soul of uh, Peter Jones, whose first anniversary of death is today. Please also remember in your prayers Helen Evans, who will be buried uh, from the church today uh, at 10 o'clock. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord have mercy. Lord Jesus, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye has seen, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain to your promises, which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, Shepherds, the Lord says this, Trouble for the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Shepherds ought to eat their, feed their flock, yet you have fed on milk, you have dressed yourselves in wool, you have sacrificed the fattest sheep, but failed to feed the flock. You have failed to make weak sheep strong, or to care for the sick ones, or to bandage the wounded ones. You fail to bring back strays or look for the lost. On the contrary, you have ruled them cruelly and violently. For lack of a shepherd, they have scattered to become the prey of any wild animal. They have scattered far. My flock is straying this way and that, on mountains and on high hills. My flock has been scattered all over the country. No one bothers about them, and no one looks for them. Well then, shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, I swear it, it is the Lord who speaks, since my flock has been looted, and for lack of a shepherd is now prey for any wild animal, since my shepherds have stopped bothering about my flock, since my shepherds feed themselves rather than my flock. In view of all this, shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord says this, I am going to call the shepherds to account. I am going to take my flock back from them, and I shall not allow them to feed my flock. In this way, the shepherds will stop feeding themselves. I shall rescue my sheep from the mouths. They will not prey on them any more. For the Lord says this, I am going to look after my flock myself and keep all of it in view. The Word of the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures, where he gives me repose. Near restful waters he leads me, to revive my drooping spirit. 
He guides me along the right path. He is true to his name. If I should walk in the valley of darkness, no evil would I fear. You are there with your crook and your staff. With these you give me comfort. You have prepared a banquet for me in the sight of my foes. My head you have anointed with oil. My cup is overflowing. Surely goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner going at daybreak to hire workers for the vineyard. He made an agreement with the workers for one denarius a day and sent them into his vineyard. Going out at about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the market and said to them, You go to my vineyard too, and I will give you a fair wage. So they went. At about the sixth hour and again at about the ninth hour, he went out and did the same. Then, at about the eleventh hour, he went out and found more men standing round, and he said to them, Why have you been standing here, idle all day? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You go into my vineyard too. In the evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his bailiff, Call the workers and pay them their wages, starting with the last arrivals and ending with the first. So those who were hired at about the eleventh hour came forward and received one denarius each. When the first came, they expected to get more, but they did not. They too received one denarius each. They took it, but grumbled at the landowner. The men who came last, he said, have done only one hour, and you have treated them the same as us, though we have done a heavy day's work in all the heat. He answered one of them and said, My friend, I am not being unjust to you. Did we not agree on one denarius? Take your earnings and go. I choose to pay the last comer as much as I pay you. Have I no right to do what I like with my own? Why be envious? Because I am generous. Thus the last will be first, and the first last. The Gospel of the Lord. Over the last few days we've been in the strange world of the book of the prophet Ezekiel and everybody seems to be getting uh, condemned for the things that they've not been doing or the things that they should have been doing. Um, today it's the turn of the leaders of Israel, uh, the shepherds, uh, and of course we hear that kind of image itself uh, very often in the Old Testament about shepherds and good shepherds and bad shepherds and here it seems to be that uh, uh, through the prophet Ezekiel, uh, God condemns the leaders as, as bad shepherds, uh, people that are more attentive to what they're wearing, uh, what they're eating, uh, and are negligent of their duties to look after the, uh, the sheep themselves. Uh, they roam aimlessly in the, wa- uh, the wilderness and uh, they are subject to the prey uh, of the wild animals. Um, so... It's a kind of image, isn't it, uh, uh, of kind of neglect and, and kind of poor leadership. 
and very often that's a recurring kind of theme, uh, especially in the Old Testament, uh, that people should be doing uh, what they should be doing and are not doing it. Um, and specifically, I suppose, uh, one of the accusations or kind of crimes uh, that uh, they were being accused of is, is allowing the people to kind of wander into uh, different religions and different practices and and kind of joining their own religious practices uh, with the practices of the pagans around about them. Uh, and that's a kind of a recurring kind of theme in the Old Testament as well, and something that the, the shepherds of Israel are accused of. At the end of the, the reading itself, we hear that God himself says that he's going to be the shepherd, he's going to be the one that kind of leads them. And of course, the, the people themselves uh, might have wondered just exactly what is meant by that, uh, because very often God himself uses people to do just exactly what, what he wants of them. So it's a kind of mystery, if you like, that, that ends the reading. How, how is God going to act? How is, how is God going to shepherd his people now? Today, uh, in the Gospel reading, we have that uh, parable itself of the, the workers in the vineyard and uh, the pay that they are given. I suppose when you, you listen to that or, or you maybe read that passage, you, you maybe kind of think, well, that doesn't seem uh, very just, those uh, poor workers that have worked in the vineyard and those that have worked and toiled all the day long, uh, they get the same amount as the, the ones that come in the final hour. Um, and if you think that, then that's exactly right. It's, it's, it's not about justice. Uh, it's about mercy, the story. Uh, that the landowner uh, somehow shows as much uh, mercy, if you like, uh, to the to the ones that come at the final hour as he shows to those that come uh, and work all through the day. Uh, and it's hard to get your head round that, isn't it? That's it is a story about mercy, and it's a story about the mercy uh, of God Himself. Um, and and there's something in us that kind of is repelled by that because. There has to, to be justice, and it doesn't seem just uh, that these people are, are paid the same amount as the the, uh, the ones that have worked all the day long. Uh, if you kind of think about it, if we if we worked our, our world like that, then very often there'd be kind of riots amongst the uh, workers and, and, and people uh, against the injustice of, of the situation. But it's a story about mercy, isn't it? And it kind of echoes, if you like, that story of the prodigal son, doesn't it? Um, uh, in a certain sense, uh, the just thing would have been to uh, uh, to keep the young man at a distance because he'd squandered all the wealth of, of the family and yet he comes at the final hour and of course what he gets is not justice but what he gets is mercy. Um, uh, you may recall uh, yesterday that we heard that kind of th uh, thing in the final sentence which, uh, of the Gospel, which it turns out to be the final sentence of this Gospel passage as well. So the, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Uh, it's such a, a kind of a puzzle that, isn't it? And yet it's an invitation to know the mercy of God, uh, that those that come at the final hour are shown mercy. Um, and, and maybe uh, sometimes we're kind of repelled by that because uh, we're sympathetic to that that boy who is, has been with his father all, all the day long and works tirelessly for him and yet this son that comes uh, after he's kind of squandered everything uh, we kind of think that's not just 
for these workers that come at the final hour and get the same amount as those that, that worked all day long. That's not just, uh, but of course, it's all about mercy. And, and that's the quality of God's love. Not only uh, sometimes is it just, but it's also merciful. And I suppose we kind of turn that thing over in our head all the time, uh, that it's mercy that we can expect, and it's mercy that all uh, can expect from God in their life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive our offering, O Lord, by which is brought about a glorious exchange, that by offering what you have given, we may merit to receive your very self through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Peter, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your Son in the death like his 
may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. May chairs of Christ, through these sacraments, we humbly implore your mercy, Lord, that conformed to his image on earth, we may merit also to be co-heirs in heaven, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. And we ask Mary's special protection for us in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.